Welcome to the Pink Milk Show. Your talkers is Tommy, Bonnie, Michael. And the best winner is Michael, super fan. And yes, so, yes, so. Bye. Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast for super fans. And those of us who are forced... Get it? Forced. The force be with you. To listen to them. My, my hand is extended <laughs> like Baby Yoda, and I'm straining, and I may need to take a nap. But not until we discuss Season 7 of Clone Wars, Episode 2. A distant Welcome to Pink Milk. I am Brian. With me, as always, is my better half and your better host, Thomas. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Happy someday fun day to you. Happy someday fun day to you. It's someday, sometime, on some channel, and we're happy to be here with you. On Sunday. On Sunday? Oh, I meant someday. <laughs> Secrets revealed on this episode of Pink Mill. Hey, you know, it may start on some day, but you don't know what day it actually ends on, right? Some days, they don't end on the same (laughs) day they start. (laughs) It seems very obvious to me. I wonder if it's obvious to anyone else. Probably. We're hoping not. (laughs) Well, I am very excited. March Madness has begun, and I'm not talking about basketball. What are you talking about, Brian? I am talking about my mad addiction to fitness. I like it. I like it. Tell me more. I (laughs) am very excited. (laughs) I, uh, Tom and I have always taken pretty good care of ourselves. Then we became parents, became more difficult. And uh, the beginning of this year, if you remember, listeners, I first threw my back out in January. Then I got sick. And I feel like I spent the first two weeks of 2020 in bed. Being a baby. And Papa don't play like that. <laughs> so I'm turning this what looks like a straight dad bod back into a gay dad bod. <laughs> and leather daddy. Sorry. Here Sorry, I come. people in advance. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, I just didn't like not feeling well. So you're using this platform as your way to be accountable, I would imagine. Yes. By... Uh, Sharing your goal with the world yes. and having some accountability. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm looking I down like in it. front of me, and I'm very excited to see that someone else held themselves to the same accountability. And I'm seeing a uh, spiral notebook filled with notes. Yes, I did. I was up very early on some day, <laughs> <laughs> and I rewatched the episode. And uh, I've taken copious notes. Copious notes? I'm pretty excited. They look like doctor's notes. I'm hoping I'll be able to read them. It was early in the morning, and uh, it was pre-coffee. And you know, I got to say something. Uh, I've had, like, it's been very busy at work this week. I, we've 
had a pop-up store. We're getting a new interface for our POS systems and a new web design interface, which is the only thing that really affects me. But anyways, I've really only had like two days this week to do normal work and three days of other things. So it's been crazy. So also, I think this podcast has been having an effect on Thomas over there. (laughs) Because the one who's forced to listen has seen the episode twice. The one doing the hand waving has only seen it once. (laughs) Like, what's going on here? I woke up this morning. And this dude over here has already watched it. I was like, oh, I was looking forward to watching it again. I'm feeling like my performance in the last episode or two or four (laughs) (laughs) may not have been, uh, you know, it's tough being a star. Well, that's how I felt watching the episode. (laughs) I mean, previous to this one, of course. (laughs) Well, you know, I love me some clones, but I'm really looking forward to seeing my girl. Ahsoka. There'll be a uh, new level of excitement for me personally. When my little... uh, So when's she going to show up at the end of the the series or what? I doubt doubt it. I hope not. I hope not, too. That's how you hooked me into watching it. Little Tagruta hook? Mm-hmm. 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 So, we have some things to discuss. There's been some exciting news released this week. Brian, tell us about that news. Well, Bob Iger is stepping down. Kind of, sort of. He's well, taking, like, one step down. Why? I I don't know. Look. Here, I'll discuss it because I, we need to, but I'm What's not What's the name gonna... of the girl? We watched her. Uh... Grace Randolph. Grace. According to Grace, trailer. she wants to yeah, be and I watched Disney. Yeah, I he watched a few other things, Disney. but I'm not going to be one of those people, and I'm sure they know something, but I do know that I've watched YouTube and podcasters that they think they know about it, and it's clear they don't, so I'm not going to pretend to do, but I'm going to mention it because we have a platform, mm-hmm. and when you have a platform, sometimes you have to discuss things that you don't necessarily always want to discuss. <laughs> But it's important to discuss said things. So anyways, he's stepping down, apparently, and this other Bob Chasick or something like that. What was his name? I wrote it down. I wrote it. Chapik. Chapik. Is taking over, and apparently Bob Chapik is the one who runs like the amusement park things. Mm -hmm. Now he's taking over, but Bob Iger is remaining on at least until 2021. When his contract ends. As creative director, basically. The creative side of things. So that's cool. I, you know, he's, I, I would imagine he wants to step down because uh, it seems to me like his run has been pretty much perfect. So you might as well leave when you're on top. Let's not pull like a Will and Grace and have a horrible or actually more pertinent. I thought it did pretty well, though. No, I was talking about the original season finale. Oh, okay. That last season was so terrible. Yeah. But let's actually talk about something a little more relevant and something that a lot of our listeners, because I don't know how many of y'all are... are uh, LGBTQ plus queer community, homos, whatever you want to call ourselves that listen to us. Or if there's, you know, straight people out there, I'm sure there's not a lot of super conservative like evangelicals listening to us. Maybe there is. If you are, let us know. That's great. More power to you. Uh, We're open minded and we don't judge. Out loud. Uh, (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Just teasing. Uh we don't want to Game of Thrones it. 
Yeah, they shouldn't have come back that last no, year. I I'm I don't know if this makes me like how this makes me. But I really loved that series. Because it was great. But I disliked that final episode so much that I think it ruined the entire series for me. And really, not even one thing. One thing. Those Lannisters did not deserve a happy ending. And it just, it ruined the entire show for me. Because if I were to rewatch it, because I'm someone who can rewatch lots of things, I could see those two destroying everything, knowing that they get a horrible end. And I would be really excited because I'm like, oh, you're going to get it. Now I'm like, they're doing all these horrible things, and you get to mm-hmm. kiss at the end. It ruined the entire show. Well, you are not alone. It has been dubbed one of the worst endings in a uh, series history yeah. anyway. So I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of glad they're not on Star Wars anymore. You remember that when they were going to be on Star Wars? No. Yeah? They nope. were going to be on Star Wars, and they walked away. Because Netflix gave them a lot of money. Oh. I have a feeling they, they were... were going to be on Disney. Yeah, they were going to take over an entire Star Wars trilogy. Oh, wow. So. I have a feeling, which is a good segue. Okay, that's the Bob Iger news. That's all I got to say about it, because I don't know about how any of that stuff works. I'm assuming Kathleen Kennedy's coming next, that she'll be stepping down soon, too. Her contract is up. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I don't want to be a KK hater. You know, she hasn't called as much, so I must have said something on the show. She was like, mm. um, He's kidding. Maybe... She no. calls all the time. <laughs> Maybe it's because I haven't been the biggest fan of Rise of Skywalker. Oh my gosh, we have two segues. Which one do I go with first? Tross. We're going to go with Tross because I want to get the negativity out of the way. Uh, okay. Uh, so she hasn't been calling me because I haven't been the biggest fan, which is so funny because rewind your podcast catcher thing to like five episodes ago when the Rise of Skywalker first came out. I was talking about how much I loved it. I was very excited. I love Star Wars. I want to love all these things. I still love a lot of what it did. I personally love that Ray chose the last name of Skywalker, gave her something, and I understand when people say they liked her being a no one and they wanted her to be a no one. I would like to have a conversation with some of those people because I wonder if they've ever been like in my personal situation where I wasn't allowed to take someone's last name even though I wanted to because I was deemed less than, or if they've been in situations like my children who... Like, there is a lot of power to taking a name, and it can be a very healing thing. And when she's clearly a girl who's dealt with trauma, it's a way to, like, kind of take on a new life so you can start working through it and moving forward. So I personally really like that. Uh, I'm really thinking that Ben shouldn't have been redeemed, and he shouldn't. I mean, I know he died, but I don't know. I don't know. The more I, I don't think I like it. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's coming to DVD at the end of March. At the end of uh, March, so I'm sure I'll watch it 50 more times. Maybe you'll feel differently. I don't know. When I buy my $250 Blu-ray set of like 25 discs or whatever, I'll watch it all. Maybe I'll feel differently in time. I don't know. I've never not liked a Star Wars before, so it's very weird for me to not really like a Star Wars. Mm. I don't hate it. I am now. It's like a. It's like a cheap roller coaster. Which I can't do roller coasters, so maybe that's a bad one. It's like a little ride. Of it's fun, but there isn't really anything of any substance to it. So I don't know. Anyways, would you like to hear the news that I'd I like just to learned hear the this news. morning from yes. my our friends at I'm Right You're Wrong podcast who sent me a tweet? Yes, uh, share it a with message me. this morning. So just C- me though. Don't so tell I think else. it was just this weekend. C two E two, which is like a Chicago combo convention. 
Tom's familiar with comic book conventions and my many years sitting behind a table trying to not trying you were doing well I was yeah uh shuffle my comics um actually I just saw one of your the people that you know who did the comics I don't know mm -hmm. if I can say his name apparently he's been doing it for 25 years oh Ocho yes Ocho Yep, y'all should go. I think it's Ocho.com. Yep, fun little book. Uh, it's great Ashcan style indie comic from back in the day. It's fun. Um, so C two E two I think is going on right now, or just ended, or something. But start, there were the novelization to the Rise of Skywalker doesn't come out until March fifteenth, but they're sold copies earlier. So now there's excerpts and stuff like that popping up online, and it was revealed. In the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker, the Palpatine was a clone. And the apparatus that he was attached to was all cloning technology from the Clone Wars. And that there was like vials keeping this body put together because he was so filled with the dark side that the body was deteriorating. Hmm. So the gigantic question of how is he back wasn't answered in the movie. Like, I'm cool with some stuff being discussed in a book. Like, you can't put everything in a book. I'm cool with it. But, like, that's just more stuff of, like, why? Should have been in the movie. Mm-hmm. Should have been in the movie. What do you, like... <laughs> <laughs> Did you even care that he, like, well, or I, he was back and you were good? Yeah, they told me he was back. I was fine with it. <laughs> why would I think anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if like it was all in there. Apparently there's like a three hour cut of the movie and Disney apparently came in and said that's too long of a movie, even though they just put out a three hour movie before that made a lot of money. Uh, or maybe it was a three hour movie that was not good. I don't know. I'm wondering if The Rise of Skywalker could have been great, but it was so fast paced and edited so poorly that maybe it was really good and powers it be ruined it not the creator well i wonder if we'll get the deleted scenes when the box set comes out yeah i don't remember how i feel i can't remember was ryan johnson or jj abrams said they didn't like deleted scenes Hmm. i think it was jj abrams who didn't put very many okay they were like the film that's on out there is the film that it is and i don't know i like seeing deleted scenes it's fun uh but yeah i don't know it's just more i'm just a little disappointed that there's more stuff that should have been in the movie that wasn't there. And a line or two could have, you know, I'm in an interesting place with Star Wars lately because in my rewatch of Clone Wars, it's really like I, it's like kind of another reminder of how much I love Star Wars, like how much I love that show mm-hmm. uh, and that series. And one of the things I love about Star Wars is the pew, pew, pew part. And they just kind of gloss over things. See, we can all put ourselves in those characters. I enjoy that. But this series kind of gave more explanation. They never, like, give you everything. But, so I don't know what I want Star Wars to be. Do I want Star Wars with more detail than we used to get? Or do I like Star Wars without a lot of detail? I'm, I'm working through it, Thomas. I'm working through it. Well, you get a lot, of, a lot more detail when you see the series. As yeah, I mean, to they have more time. Yeah. So I get it. Well, maybe do they, though? You you know, each one of these are like 21, Yeah, like I wonder how many episodes, like how much Ahsoka did we really get? Mm -hmm. Like if you pulled just her episodes, that'd be an interesting thing. Hmm. Um, Because those characters in the sequel trilogy still had like 
nine hours, close to nine hours of screen time. Maybe you Disney know. needs to, or Star Wars needs to focus more on these series for a while and stay away well, from the movies. I did read a tweet or something, and I wish I had gone more into it, but I really didn't. So I'm now one of those who just read a tweet and is going to report on it with my platform again. Oh, you're that one now. <laughs> <laughs> this very powerful platform. Anyways, Bob Iger said something about Star Wars was going to be, the focus for a while was going to be the series. That's a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, they better always be movies. I'm sure they'll still be movies, but they'll probably pull in new audiences and everything. Well, there we go. We just circle back to my second segue of the other thing in the in the news that I want to discuss that honestly I'm really stoked about, and that is the High Republic. It was formerly known as the Project Luminous that was announced back uh, in April of 2019 at uh, Star Wars Celebration. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's it's a series of books and comics for all ages, but it's basically setting up a new era of Star Wars that we've never been introduced to. Mm-hmm. Like a couple hundred years, two, four hundred, I've seen both. Hundreds of years before the Skywalker saga, when we're in a time of peace and uh, the Republic is out there doing its thing, being good old people. And the Jedi or the Jedi Knights that we first read about in the crawl of the Phantom Menace, just uh, uh, protecting the, the galaxy, basically. Uh, but I guess like the Republic is much smaller, it sounded like. So there's Jedi that are there, and they're kind of like the Knights of the Round Table. And then there are Jedi that are out wandering through the Outer Rims, which what that looks like in this, I don't know, but they're... They refer to them as like Texas Rangers, and this is really more of like a Wild West meets like the Knights, and which just sounds really, really awesome. It was really great in some of the uh, the images that we saw. We saw some of the old, like our old school aliens. There was a Twi'lek, there was a Tagruta, there was a Trandoshan. Uh, we saw a Wookiee. It was really nice seeing the things that were non-existent in the sequel trilogy, which was really disappointing um, because that's the universe that we know. So they should have been in there. At least some. But uh, I'm really stoked. And then the villains, the main villain, are called the Nile, and they refer to them as, like, space Vikings. Mm-hmm. And then Something Wicked This Way Comes was a book they referenced, and I love that book. So I'm thinking that Something Wicked must be the Sith kind mm-hmm. of floating out there. You, so you saw the little trailer. There's, like, a trailer at StarWars.com. What did you think? I thought it looked really interesting. I know it's going to be something totally different for myself because it's, you know, comic books, things like that. And I don't generally... And uh, novels. Okay, awesome, awesome. I think it's uh, nice to watch from the ground floor and uh, see uh, the species of Max Rebo. What was his uh, species? And Ortolan or Ortolan or I don't know how to pronounce it, but yes. The Max Rebo Nile. Yeah. Yeah, pretty interesting. Pink milk is about to become canon, Thomas. Boom. <laughs> no, I was like, it should be cool for you. Like, you and I are going to be on the same level playing field now because it's mm. like this whole new thing. I'm and not sure it would be the same level playing field. You are the super fan. <laughs> so, what do you, do you have, like, I'm really excited about this. There's two characters that we know. Well, one, Chewbacca was born right around this time. It's 200 years before the Skywalker saga. Okay. And Chewbacca's like 200-something years old. Uh, 
we Max, uh, not Max Rebo, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maz Kanata and Yoda are alive during this time. Okay. Yoda, I would imagine, is still part of the Jedi Council, assuming the Jedi Council are around. Um, which would be cool. I don't know if they need to jump in right away. Because I, one thing that I find interesting is like they were all excited about having something new. But then you put it somewhere that there are still characters around, which it may be a smart, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm down to see. I'd like to get to know Maz more. She was a really interesting character in The Force Awakens, and then she kind of disappeared. Um, <clears throat> but I think she was a thousand years old at The Force Awakens, so she's even older than Yoda. Wow. Uh, but there were some really cool things. Like I liked this, the, this great disaster, the thing that they said starts all of this um, and spins the galaxy out of control. At that time, there was a shot of what looked like the Watchtower from Justice League. So I wonder if... If that's what it is, it's like the Watchtower in Justice League was like this, their headquarters that was like a satellite type thing or whatever, floated around the orbit of the Earth. And we saw that thing orbiting out there and it looked like it kind of reminded me of the Jedi Temple a little bit. So maybe they are out there monitoring planets or something. I don't know. That's cool mm-hmm. looking. Um, and then I like... I don't know, I'm just like really excited about the possibilities of these things. And maybe, like, I like that there was a clear writer's room. They've spent years on it developing this, which hopefully will be a more united storytelling than what the sequel trilogy brought us. That really, they did move very, very fast. And it shows now that it's all done that it's not very connected. But I wonder if these are, I like that one of the dudes said that. This is going to be like an incubation center that maybe the movies will spin out of this or a TV show. Like I'm looking forward to a TV show that's connected to the movies. And I, I don't know how that would work in star Wars, but like now that, uh, just on a quick side note that isn't star Wars, but something that I would like to see, like I'm a really, you know this, but I'm a really big X-Men fan and I'm really stoked that, uh, X-Men is now back home with Marvel. And what I would love to see that the old movies never brought was really the school and the students. And it's a really important part of Mm X-Men. I would personally love to see a Disney Plus series about the students and the school. And those still feed into movies where the X-Men are in movies, but it's like the big epic things that need to happen. Uh, But I would like something like that with Star Wars. Like this High Republic, there's got to be students. That'd be kind of cool to have more like a grounded, really character focused thing to get to know some of these characters. And then, but we see them on the big screen too and at bigger events. Mm. It'd be really neat. It'd be pretty cool. I kind of like that they alluded to the fact that the Republic isn't super big. And I don't know, like, if they're growing. Like, by the time we see the Phantom Menace, so 200 years later, like, the universe, the galaxy is really, really big. So is something out of this going to spin that out where they become bigger? I don't know. I don't know. It's cool. I mean, that's what they're saying. It's a, it could be anything, right? They can create anything from it. Yeah. Like, and I like this idea that there's a core group of characters that will just kind of branch out to different things. I mean, it really is like they're taking the Marvel idea. It's the Avengers, and now they're putting them out there. But it's proven successful, and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. I'm really, really excited. I can tell. Congratulations. And I'm going to be able to read some comics again. Maybe I'll read some novels. Maybe. True. Maybe. Definitely read some comics. Hopefully they'll be great. Uh, I'm very excited. And I hope that was more than just a concept sketch of a Max Rebo bad guy. Because it's pretty rad. Pretty rad. Pretty rad. Uh, we'll see. Anyways, I think that's really awesome. I'm super excited about it. Uh, yeah. Anything else for you on that? Not on that part. Nope. All right. Well, thank you. We will be right back. And we get to see what kind of notes Tom took. Dun, dun, dun. And we're back. We're back. I am excited to be educated on this episode that I've only seen once and someone has seen twice. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> I did fall asleep the first time. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw you under the bus. Hey, I, I live under the bus. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Episode two of season seven, The Clone Wars. What's it called? Number one, A Distant Echo. Echo, 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 echo. And what's our fortune cookie? Your what? Our fortune cookie. What's our little moral that we should be paying attention to? You know what? I almost wrote it down, but I didn't. Okay, well, I did. Well, then thank God you're here. (laughs) (laughs) The search for truth begins Uh with belief. The funniest thing is I was confused. I'm like, wait, is that the name of the episode? So I had to pause it to see (laughs) what the name of the episode was. So, all right. So you want me to write that down in the future? I can do that. I can do that. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into it. Without further ado, we'll talk about the episode. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting back. Tom's taking over the show. There we go. So the the ship is flying into the hangar. (laughs) And in the hangar, you see uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Rex, and they're talking. Uh, Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Bottom line is, you know, I think it was... Uh, they, Obi-Wan said that the, the Jedi Council will permit them to go out and search for Echo, and because they were actually talking so, about Echo being missing, and because that they Echo's, thought they heard him. Echo's voice was in that algorithm, that this al- algorithm from the previous episode was the thing that was predicting all of their attacks, basically, so. Correct. Well, it, well which leads me to my next point, which is that Obi-Wan says, hey, Remember, your primary goal is to find out the, what the separatists, what, how that they are predicting their strategy. Okay. So, and what their next moves are. So, that's what the whole goal was. Okay. So, remember, I've only seen this once. Mm-hmm. Was well, ask this me bef- a question. Was I this, know. okay, was this before or after the communication, the secret communication? Uh, it was before, Brian. Okay. Because <laughs> the secret communication, I'm very curious. I'm like... There was something, and it started really, really, really quickly in this episode. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
And I don't. I think. Do you remember? I told you we've seen these episodes like in some form. They've changed a little bit, so mm-hmm. I feel like they've been rewritten mm-hmm. because the writing in this episode felt a little more current. Okay, it didn't totally. Something about it didn't totally jive for me in the old Clone Wars. Okay, it was a little punchier than normal. Mm-hmm. It felt a little more. Speaking of like the Avengers, it felt a little more marvelly, uh, which I'm not, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just felt a little different. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I'd have to watch it again to like really pinpoint it, but it was just something that stuck out. Mm-hmm. Mostly this exchange that's about to happen in front of the door between Rex and Obi Wan. Okay, but something happens before that. Okay, go. There's a little exchange between uh, Anakin and Rex. And Rex just wanted to head off to mm-hmm. this, you know, find, find where Echo is. And it, Anakin is like, hey, you know, that thing we have to do, we've got to do that thing. So they end up going back to, I believe, a, was it his... His barracks. His barracks, correct. Okay, so he was watching, Anakin went in the barracks, and Rex is guarding the door. Mm-hmm. And the secret communication is between Anakin and Padma. Padme, who looked pregnant. Padme, yes, she did look pregnant. Right? Correct. Okay. Yes, she did. I put, she looks pregnant. So. Which is curious. Yes. Because I'm trying to figure out when this takes place. Because Anakin didn't know she was pregnant at the beginning of The Rise of Skywalker, or uh, The Revenge of the Sith, excuse me, mm-hmm. episode three. So this might take place during episode three. Correct. Or right. literally right before. Mm-hmm. Like right before. Correct. So what I'm wondering is at the end of this arc, which I was four, four episodes long, I read somewhere, if somehow this is going to lead them to the opening of Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. and then we will be during the Revenge of Sith with Ahsoka. Which would be really awesome. So it'll be like a side story. I'm just curious how this is going to go down. Proceed. Okay. So uh, next they you know, split the screenshot and uh, Obi-Wan is walking towards the barracks. Mm-hmm. And again, Anakin and Padme are, are having a conversation. And uh, Anakin is sharing that he's getting concerned that uh, Rex is getting his, you know, he's getting his to- feelings are... are are getting in his way. Yeah, the, the, mess, the mission is becoming too personal. Com- exactly. Compromised in a way. So uh, Padme just reminds Anakin that Rex has always been by his side and that she should, he should trust in, since he has always been for mm-hmm. Anakin, he should trust his instinct with regards to it's Rex. It's really a, actually a very sweet and touching thing. Mm-hmm. Very spoke much very so. highly mm-hmm. of Padme. Correct. And what they've done already in these mm-hmm. first episode and the first five, ten minutes of this one. Right. Which Clone Wars the series has always done, but I feel like a hyper focus on really making the clones individuals mm-hmm. and have some sort of agency, which the films never did. They were just straight up. They're basically droids. Right. So it's interesting. It's really cool. I like it. Cool. Well. So uh, Obi-Wan gets to the door, starts speaking to Rex, saying, hey, what's going on? And uh, Rex says that uh, uh, Anakin is inspecting his barracks. So a few minutes go by. Mm -hmm. Anakin comes out, makes some reference to 
Rex, which I don't remember, but he Everything's flips the helmet okay, to him. Like yeah. That, right? And then Anakin's or Obi-Wan's like, what's going on? What's going on? But they didn't say. They start moving towards getting towards the ship. And uh, Obi-Wan crosses the line and says, well, I hope you told Padme I said hello. At least okay. something Which is happened. interesting. Right, because they're not supposed to have relationships because they're yes. at Jedi. So how long? And now knowing that Obi-Wan had a relationship or had and had not. Wanted to have a relationship. Right. But with, didn't let himself. Right, with, uh, what's her name? With Satine. Duchess Satine. Duchess Satine, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. It, it was... <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I guess like you said, maybe you said something that I didn't quite think about, which I should have, but like Obi-Wan wanted That's to have... because a, I take copious notes. <laughs> Obi-Wan, wanted to, Obi-Wan wanted to have a relationship, but didn't let himself. So is he envious and supportive of Anakin having his relationship? Mm-hmm. Because before this, we just, it was assumed that he didn't no, until Revenge of the Sith. So, I know it was just very nonchalant too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a big deal, which was I don't know. I that was an interesting choice. Hmm. Maybe it'll become something bigger in the next episode or two. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going on on my notes. They're all. <laughs> do you think attachment is that good or bad? <clears throat> Because or, we like it has to do with this episode in particular. It has to do with Anakin and Padme. Mm-hmm. It also has to now do with Rex and Echo. Well, I is can't it, help but insert my personal feelings. I think attachment is good. Mm-hmm. So I think it's ridiculous to not let people have attachment. Human beings want attachment, need mm-hmm. attachment to be successful in their own lives and with other individuals. There we go. Is that the right answer? <laughs> there is no right or wrong answer. There's my answer. <laughs> Which is usually the right answer. Good so, answer. Yes, it is. You're 100% perfect. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, they're all on the on flight, and they're heading towards who... You know, I couldn't quite... But think, I'm going to make a, a guess at the name of the planet. I think it was Shadok Minor. Shadok Minor? But I couldn't... Skako Minor. S-K-A... Okay. S-K-A-K-O Minor. A Skadok? Skako Skadok Minor. Skako, Skako, S-K-A-K-O. Okay. All right. Well, then they were hitting some uh, kind of rough weather going in, Mm -hmm. and they had anticipated a rough landing. But uh, they went on to mention that once they were there, because they weren't sure what was going on at this very primitive planet, and that they worship uh, flying reptiles. So Yeah, we saw one of those. One actually jumps on the the ship ship. immediately and starts jumping on it. We saw those bat-looking things. Mm Mm-hmm. In the trailer, mm-hmm. whenever those trailers first came out, it mm-hmm. looked, and it still looked a little bit like um, the son from uh, Mortis. Okay. The son and daughter could transform into things. She yeah, turned it into was yellowish. Yeah. Yeah. They were cool looking, those they, little aliens. Yeah, they were. Them. They uh, Obviously, they weren't speaking the same language, mm-hmm. so they had to have the other clone, who I forgot his name, but do all the translations back and forth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Glasses tech? guy. Tech guy. There you go. Yo, I'm blanking on his name. It was kind of funny when they came out of the uh, the the ship, though. You know, they came out there like, because one of the reptiles was jumping on the ship, mm-hmm. and they come out as if though they know these people. Hey, stop that! Stop that! Don't do that! And then you know, a little battle ensues, and they go ahead and they they were well, basically they were looking for Anakin anyway, so they wanted to get the leader 
of the person who brought the war to their planet or was going to bring the yeah, war. Yeah, so they knew planet. Anakin was a Jedi. A Correct. lot of the world, right. a lot of the galaxy. It's so funny talking like we're so used to talking about the world here, but in Star Wars land, <laughs> it's the galaxy. But there, we learned from the arc with Barasafi and Ahsoka, mm-hmm. a lot of the galaxy doesn't trust the Jedi anymore, which is what Palpatine was trying to do, which is why he made them generals. Because who are people going to not like? The boss of the army that invaded your planet. Right. So he was very smart in making them the generals mm-hmm. to make them look like villains. So these people look at the Jedi not as the saviors and not as the guardians of peace and justice. They once were, which we will see in the High Republic, but now generals in an army who have taken their power too far and are, and, and are now using it to control. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. But... uh. I think it was funny. Whatever the guy's name, I want to say. T- I can't. The Bad Batch definitely was not front and center in this episode. They were kind of the background characters Correct. more so. Uh, like, how does he read their language? Like, how does he speak it? Because his little goggles like translated it from whatever to Arabish to <laughs> many many just, languages. It kept. It was two. Arabish is the main language <clears throat> in Star Wars. Okay. Uh, but whatever they were saying, it was just funny. Mm-hmm. But whatever, minor mm-hmm. details doesn't matter. Star Wars, those things were. Just funny. Okay. So he's like, "Hey, this dude just wants to know why they're invading, right?" Well, yeah, but I skipped this part. Uh, part. So <laughs> they kidnapped basically the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anakin, mm-hmm. and then Rex shot one of his guns with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, no, a line that, no, that was uh, who was it? The Bad Batch did that. So the oh, sharpshooter guy, which I've sharpshooter guy. I've already right. done and forgot all their names. Crosshair was that guy's name. Okay. Shot his little like a correct tow cable. Mm-hmm. And zipped it around his feet, and then the leader guy, which I don't remember his name, who has more of a stormtrooper looking helmet, I noticed. Anyways, okay. he's like, I'll go get him. Yeah. It was pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And they eventually caught up with them, and then they communicated back and forth, and then they said, hey, we're not who you're looking for. We didn't bring it to your planet, the mm-hmm. war. And uh, we were looking for someone, so they, you know, made nice, nice, and mm-hmm. led them to the place they believed that they were hearing the transmission from Echo. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time... Yeah, they gave him two scouts, right? Two guides correct. to take them there. And then correct. they brought him there, and those two people bounced. Right. Okay, so hang on. Got to turn the page <laughs> from my notes here. <laughs> We're old school here at Big <clears throat> Milk. No, we don't use computers. We still use... No, we use no. a little of everything, but I do like a good notebook. This way I always have track of everything right there. Mm-hmm. Right next to my little uh, handy dandy uh, children's books. So anyway, <laughs> which we haven't busted out yet, but I do have a Clone Wars encyclopedia. You haven't bought me a little golden book on. Uh, yeah, we need Clone to Wars. find the golden books for Clone Wars and the sequel trilogy. <laughs> ah, the good old days. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. So then they lose the transmission as they're getting close to where the the scouts took them. Okay. And it turns out that it is this very tall tower. They make reference to the lift or something like that, that they're going to have to be taken up. They're hoping that they can get in there. And the one of them reminds the other group in the party that it is a stealth mission, so they yep. want to be quiet and to not kill. They Except want to... for the big dude doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, correct. And then they're just the droids left and right. So. Yeah, those were some cool-looking droids. So mm-hmm. that was the Techno Union. I, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Wat Tambor, I think is his name, right? The tooth the green, guy? The green guy? Yeah, he looks like a tooth. Oh, the bluish green guy. Yeah. But who's the other green guy? 
who actually communicated with them when they were going to go through the door. Yeah, that's uh, a that's... Watt Tambor. But not uh, that. No, that's okay. Admiral Trench. Okay. The Tranchalo we can do. Watt Tambor is in the movies. Mm-hmm. He was, we've seen him, I think, in episode two okay. and three. Okay. Um, he's the last guy that Anakin kills <clears throat> in Revenge of the Sith when he gets to... Uh, uh, God, I'm blinking on that planet's name. That's embarrassing. Anyways, he kills him. Okay. But they look like teeth. They okay. Look like little molars. Uh, but he was saying, and I like that this show says why all the people are like in the high council of the separatists. Mustafar, that's where he is, duh. Um, and he's like, I'm a neutral planet, so the Republic can't do anything to me because we're neutral. It was like, oh, that's why the separatists have them employed because they can make him the face of all these things. But since they're neutral, there no one can do anything to them, which was kind of which was kind of cool. And it was nice seeing that little water hologram thing. We saw that in the opening of episode one. Padme talks to uh, Newt Gunray in that little like magic pool hologram thing. It mm-hmm. was neat. But those droids, I've never seen them before, and I would like to get a still of them because they looked kind of they looked cool. So they're shooting up the droids. They're shooting up the droids, and then it's a very large place. And uh, they they all decide to split off to find where Echo is. And uh, they're supposed to uh, communicate with one another when they do locate mm-hmm. Echo. So long story short, they finally come to a door. They do split up. They get back oh, together. Those droids are called D-wing droids. D-wings. Okay. And a lot of shooting back and forth. They do find... Uh, finally get into the room where they do find Echo. Well, that was... He's so, in a... Like a... Wait, wait, I wrote it down. A stasis chamber. Yep. So, uh, anyway, he's hooked up to lots of tubes, which is interesting because you mentioned something about... Well, hang on. Uh, <clears throat> about Palpatine being hooked up to things and how he oh. wasn't really alive. Oh, at the and top I was thinking, of this thing, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was very similar mm-hmm. to this, even though he wasn't in a stasis. Well, what chamber. I liked, too, when they were talking to Watt Tambor in the little hologram pool, mm-hmm. he was like, your friend's gone, but we have his brain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, really nervous. We're just going to see this, like, brain attached to these things and how horrible that would be. But you're right, actually, that in that excerpt that we talked about at the beginning, mm-hmm. Ben Solo says that he sees this thing that Palpatine's attached to and is like, hey, I've studied this. When I was a boy, learning about the Clone Wars, and here we are, something very similar. So, what came first, who knows? But that I like to see how those kinds of things are like, kind of tied together. Right. So, I found that very sad. You were like, didn't think it was that sad? Well, you know, he was messed up. Yeah, so he was kept, un- he was kept unconscious. <laughs> right. For who knows how long, because I don't right. know all the timeline period, but... uh. Looked like he had he had robot legs like Darth Maul. He was all confused. And like when he starts to come to the first thing he mentions is like he's Mm -hmm. still stuck back then of like, you guys go, 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 go. And that was he was trying to help his friends get to their ships, which is how he died. Right. And that part. And then just to see Rex, like it was just really sad. Rex tells him, hey, uh, he's going home. He came back to I think uh, Echo may have said you came back for me or something. Well, he's surprised. And that's. That's such a, it's that the part, it's the trite thing. It's, yeah, like okay. it's it never gets old. Star Wars always is like they're surprised that you think enough of me. I'm not just a soldier. I'm more than what it is. And it's like the bad guys will leave everybody 
They don't care. They don't care. I mean, look what Count Dooku did to Asajj. And he cared about Ventress. You could tell in that episode when Palpatine's like, execute her. Dooku wasn't cool about it. He didn't want to do it, but he's following orders because mm-hmm. he put himself first. And here's his protege that he, you know, molded into who he wanted her to be mm-hmm. and just ditched her. But here we are, soldiers who will come back and the good guys will risk everything to go save a soldier. It just never, it never gets old. It's really a very beautiful thing. And he's just kind of holding him and he's like, I'm here for you, dude. It was very nice. And then the episode ends. And then it ends. So did my note taking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so what do you think? That was pretty good. I did well. Yes. How did you think? Did you enjoy the episode more taking notes and recanting them this way? How was it? You know, I really did. You were right. (laughs) One more time. Nope. Uh, a little Just louder. Said it once. <laughs> I didn't hear you though. My, my well, headphones. you can play this back. My headset was off. What was it? You can play it back. <laughs> Think you can hear it all you want. <laughs> I will make it my new ringtone every time that you call. You're, that's a You're great right. idea. You are right. You are right. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> oh, figure out how to make ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming the next episode is going to be all about them getting off your uh, Skyco Minor or whatever, right? With Echo, would be my guess. Hopefully, no, I bet we I, see it open up back at the other place already. I I can't wait to see Admiral Trench dead. Be, see, that's the arc. That's what needs to wrap yeah, he up. Need, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because at some point they need to start winding down mm-hmm. because the Separatists, you know, it looked. I wonder if they're going to do that. So in the original Clone Wars, there was a Clone Wars series that came out a few years before this one. It came out uh, after episode two and before episode three. And it's it's different. It's no longer canon, but it's really cool. They start off as like little five minute episodes. Mm -hmm. But right like a few weeks or a month or two before uh, the uh, Revenge of the Sith, there was this other series and we see that's when we meet grievous the first time was in animation uh and it was the final episode was how he kidnapped chancellor palpatine from the senate because if you remember the opening of revenge of the sith palpatine is a prisoner quotes in quotes uh and it was them rescuing him so i wonder if they might go back into that here somehow because I'm really curious, like, she's pregnant, he doesn't know, so how did he not yeah, but know? But you're making an assumption she's pregnant. She looks pregnant, but that could be just the And she's holding her stomach. Was she? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she's straight up pregnant. You, you know. You must know her. <laughs> I do. Her name is Padme Amidala. Uh-huh. And Mama of Princess Leia. And? Luke Skywalker. Yep. And she lost the will to live when she had... Gave birth to two beautiful babies. Luke. Leia. (laughs) Not one of Star's shining moments. (laughs) So, yeah, anyways, it was fun. I these episodes are good. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. They're not blowing blowing me away yet. They're good. Yeah, this this one was better than the last one. Yeah, for sure. It was the the last one didn't have a lot of heart to it. It was needed to set things up. It was fine. For this, me, I didn't know what was going on, so... This episode was fine. They're good. But these are like... To me, these are the filler episodes of Clone Wars. 
and I do, you know, maybe do I wish there was a bigger bang at the beginning of something that I've waited this long to see new episodes for? Possibly. Yeah, at least it wasn't that other episode that we thought was oh, season geez. seven. <sighs> Don't want to go back into that void. That was really horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I don't know. I'm excited. And I know from the trailers when what's the, what's an axis? Is that the planet they're on? Right. Before that they left before they got to this minor place. I don't know. So in the trailer, we saw one little clip. and It was the first time we saw Ahsoka. It's Anakin and Obi-Wan walking in what looks like that hangar that they've been in. Right. And it's the first time Anakin has seen Ahsoka since she walked away. She turns around the hologram with Bo-Katan. So this arc has to go into the Mandalorian thing. Hmm. But I'm curious because we've also seen clips with Ahsoka on the lower levels of Coruscant, and they come across, like, I don't know, they look like homeless kids or something. I don't know how what the deal is, but there's, like, the little, she's, like, the little black girl with the cool, like, shaved head on one side and the froey thing on the other side. Mm-hmm. So is this post-Order 66? She's in a new outfit. She's in a blue out. Like, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very excited. No, no, I'm excited so, too. Anyway, I'm looking forward <laughs> to these two episodes ending so I can get to my girl Ahsoka. Wow. And I'm really hoping that we'll get some Dark Disciple. And you like Ventress. So there'll be more Ventress action. I do. If it comes into the show. We'll see. Uh, thank you. Thank Thomas, you. For until a, next week. A job well done on my part, huh? You honestly, I'm pretty impressed. Well, thank you. Uh, this might be the way it goes from now on. I had, uh, it was fun listening to your very detailed report. And I had things to say that you didn't even insert. So. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Who's your favorite character so far from these arcs? Who do you find? Do well, you find, if I have to just find, pick this yeah, group. Do you find any of these stories interesting enough to go, you know what, I'm relating to this one on, in this particular arc so far? Anakin. Okay. Yeah. And why so? Because I can be a Darth Vader, too. Please say no. I have children that I would not like you to murder. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying Anakin's character. Okay. So Boom. Cool. I'm looking forward to Echo, seeing what we get from him. Okay. Uh, I really liked the ending of this episode. He hasn't had a lot of screen time. So no, but I really, really like the ending of this. Me. So if this next one jumps off here, I could really... These could be more than fine episodes. Okay. But right now, they're just fine. Okay. For me. So, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, looking forward to having a Max Rebo bad guy. Please, Lucasfilm, listen to this and do not make that just a concept art sketch. Until next week, this has been Pink Milk, and it's time to squeeze your teats and drink up. <laughs> Tom was God. over there making motions. He's not going to want you to know, but that's what he was doing. And then I got distracted, so I didn't tell you to drink up. Follow. Wait first. See, we're both Tom. You've just got me too excited. <laughs> follow us at Pink Milk House on Twitter and Instagram at Pink Milk House. Pink Milk House. H A U S. Why, Tom? Because Brian's a fancy guy. That's right. You can see us at pinkmilk.site. And you can write us at pinkmilkhouse at gmail.com. Until next week with the Clone Wars. We're coming back. We'll listen. Or no, I'm sorry. We'll talk to you then. This was a buzzkill of an ending. So I'm going to have to go (laughs) do it. Go do a double shot and drink up. Bye. Bye.